I Suck at Dating with Dean Ungler, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Joined in studio by two very lovely ladies. Oh, oh hello. Stop hello. It. I'm going to start with Vanessa Grimaldi. Hey, hey. Become a permanent fixture of this podcast, which has just been fabulous. And a very special guest who you probably will listen to on the Almost Famous podcast this week I as well. I think everyone loves her. Rocking hoops as big as her, as her head, Alexis <laughs> Waters. The bigger the hoop, the bigger the... Oh! Wait, it's Alexis. It's a family-friendly podcast. Where did you yeah, get those hoops? Funny. I love them. Oh, um, Hoop Nation by Alexis coming Ooh, out soon. What? Oh. I know, guys. I'm so excited. This is like... I've invested a lot of money into this, so I'm really... The ho- I mean, hoops are your thing, though. Yeah, it I is definitely my thing. Would buy them. I literally only wear eyelashes and hoops, so... Basically, and this you guys are like really intellectual and like smart, so it's making me uncomfortable. What? So I'm not gonna stay for long. What, uh, what's, <laughs> what's proprietary about your hoops that makes them better than other hoops? Because they're like good Bio quality, access. but they're cheap. Oh, okay, Ooh. cool. They really are. How much are those? Twenty five. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, but I like no and they're good thick. hoops. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like they're, it. Thick. I do know you like. Are you gonna it come thick. out with a hoops for men? Mm, I mean, eventually, maybe. Would you wear them, Dean? Absolutely. I feel like like hoop earrings for men are like male rompers. I will say, so I got my ear... Male rompers? That exists? Yeah. It was a thing for a hot minute. Ooh, I think I saw what's-his-name wear it at Stagecoach. Oh, Alex, Alex. yeah. (laughs) But I love Alex. Of course. Yeah. No, Um, what's-his-name? Robbie. Oh, Robbie was wearing a male romper. I think he was. I could see that. I could. I'm not surprised. (laughs) Yeah, me neither. I'm not surprised. So I got my ear pierced in fifth grade, and my aunt made me get the hoop earring. Yeah, the little ones. Well, it was like the Michael Jordan esque one, not like yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, but that's cute. I'm just saying, there's a market there for hoops for men. Uh Okay, Alexis, you can look into it. Yeah, into it. Bring it back. I will. But we should know. We should note that Alexis has found love. She no longer yes. sucks at dating. Oh, yeah. She is I, done yeah. dating. I'm sorry, guys. I don't. I don't even know why I'm here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean, I follow you on Instagram because you and Tyler are so <laughs> damn cute. You guys I really know. are. I feel like he's a male version of you. No, 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 no. He's completely opposite. He's really quiet. No, he's. But I mean, like, he's funny. Oh yeah, he's. He's not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm the funny one. No, but he, yeah, he tries. Well, opposite the track. Yeah, he's we're we're kind of opposite, but he's like he has a good heart, good like good man. I think we should have he's, like a, there has to be a whole segment at some point about how they make long distance work. Well, I was just sure. gonna ask you guys that. So last night I did a live segment. I was like bored. I was cooking, so I'm like, oh, let me go live on Instagram. And I watched I asked, for a little bit. You did? Yeah. <gasps> what? I asked, I asked some questions. You didn't answer. Anything. No way. I didn't even, <laughs> well, I was trying to like not chop my fingers off. And wait, I actually wrote some of them. One person, who was it? Someone asked. I yeah, think it was Nicole. What do you guys think of long distance relationships? I actually love long distance relationships. I love. And we were talking about that too last time. You're like, oh well, I get to see him, and you know, that I could have my space. Yeah, because we're both very independent. So like, also like, I work on like this week. I'm working on my website for my hoops. So like, I like because I have ADD. I need to like be alone to actually focus. And he like has business too, so he does his thing. And then when we're together, we love each other. And he, he, he seems pretty supportive. Yeah, he's so supportive. I mean, I don't know anything about business. He does. Aww. So I know hoops. He knows business. So <laughs> what a match. Making it working. What a match. Making it work. What's uh, your website name? HoopNationByAlexis.com. Okay. And when is this going to get launched? Tuesday. <gasps> oh, that's Wait, what are we? Oh, next week. Yeah, next week. So one okay. week. Right after Mother's Day. 
Yeah, perfect. It's so exciting. buy your mom some hoops. Yeah. A belated Mother's Day present for the moms out there. There yeah. you go. I'll say Hoop it I'm, up. I'm the opposite of you two. I can't do long distance relationship. Really? I, I mm. just, I'm needy. I, yeah. I need to. You're needy? <laughs> Very attached. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I didn't picture you as the needy type. Yeah. No. Wait, what are your love languages? Well, we can talk about that later too, because I know they asked you that on your Instagram live last night. They yeah. did. Oh, they did? I think they so. asked me for my love languages? I think so. Oh, so I you can't, Vanessa, you can do a long distance relationship? Yeah, girl. High five. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. But eventually I, I moved to Dallas. Why doesn't yeah. you just move oh. to LA? <laughs> what? I like Dallas. No. Better. Wait, yeah, you I wanna... didn't shave my leg, so it's okay. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Together with like a hairy person. <laughs> my top and your bottom. <laughs> I'm lasered from the waist up. But... Oh, really? So I tried doing laser. I did laser <laughs> in Montreal, but I did the bikini area in my underarms. I only did it three times. And then it started growing back like thinly and then... I, can't, I moved out to LA and everything. Just... We'll get Laserway sponsored. Come on, girl. Go with it. I mean, DM uh, me. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Give me all I the got info. You. I have considered getting a Brazilian. A man. <laughs> what? Okay. So let me talk about this for Are a second. Are you hairy? I love, I love hairy men. Oh, well, you do? Well, not like, I don't, I don't want like, like hairy back hair. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes a hairy ball. Come on. Well, I mean, I, I mean, like friendly podcast. Alexis. I know. I need to leave in like four minutes. So yeah, we're counting it it's down. It's more Alexis. for practical reasons. So my brother, my brother goes on like a lot of like mountaineering trips, and he's like every time. Well, not every time, but he's done it before, where he's gone for a month, and like when you have to uh, alleviate yourself in the wilderness, it makes more sense to have less hair oh, down there. Oh, right. And he's like, he's like, I love it. He like swears by it. He thinks it's the best thing ever. Huh. And I was kind of like, I wonder what that must be like. Well, can you let us know after you do it? Well. Yeah. We'll do it live on the podcast. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Perfect. Wait, have you ever waxed? No, I have not. Okay. I was waxing your balls is probably really I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Very painful, I must imagine. Dina, are you a trimmer? Are you a groomer? Oh of course. You're a natural. But only in the front areas. You can't trim the back areas. Okay. You can't? Well, I'm sure you could, but it's what's the purpose of it? Where's the practicality of getting well, back there for yourself? I don't like full clean. Like, I don't like clean clean. Yeah. Like a little hair. Yeah, I don't like it to be like, I don't want to, I don't want him to be super well groomed. Like, yeah, no. I want Nobody him, wants I, like manliness. How did we end up here? I don't know. Well, because Alexis is here. <laughs> Alexis just brought us into this. Wait, I think I'm it was so black sorry, hole. guys. <laughs> Wait, do you have to leave or do you want to leave? No, 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 I really have to leave. Okay. Oh. Well, thank you I'm so, so much for being here for the first 10 minutes of the podcast. Love you guys. Oh, Who by Alexis.com. Uh, I think, well, you know Alexis probably I love better her. than I do. Oh, she's hilarious. I mean, she's, you just look at her and you, you, you just smile. Yeah. Yeah, we spent a week together in paradise last year and there was never a dull moment. And as you can clearly see, she just continues with the humor. and the, Yep. Good old the, Alexis. The potty jokes and... <laughs> Gotta love it. But anyways, it was good to have her. So uh, for this next segment, we are actually going to be joined by Julian, who's from Evite. Um, and we teased it a little bit last week. Or no, you teased it on your Instagram Live a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah basically, Julian, if you want to introduce yourself, basically what we're going to talk about today is is party etiquette and a little bit of dating etiquette, hopefully, as well. Oh, yeah. I have lots of questions. I came prepared. Good. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Julian. Um, I'm an Evite uh, party specialist and... Um, I co-host a, a weekly show on Evite on Evite's Facebook page called Evite IRL. Which is amazing. First of all, I was checking the website. Evite has been around, you guys, for 20 years. Yeah, we're celebrating our 20th birthday this year. That's insane. I was, t- oh, I'm like, I'm really bad at math. I was 10 when it came out. <laughs> Dean, how old are you? Like five? Seven. Seven? <laughs> Thanks, Vanessa. <laughs> but who would have thought like, Ju- you know. I know. Who are you? 
Uh, I was 12. And now we know how oh, old everyone is. Oh, nice. Ten, I, I feel like we're on a le- another level of comfort right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all, you know. Um, all right, so can you... I actually looked at a couple of the videos. Yeah. Um, wait, there was one that was really interesting because I was like, oh my God, that's totally me. How to ghost a party. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, what does that mean? Like, how, like not going to a party? No, how do you leave a party? So I come from a big Italian family. So and, do I. Oh, hi, yeah, five. Well, Clark right. is not really Italian. Well, my mother, uh, my father's Clark. My mother's a Jeezy, oh. which is super Wait, Italian. Which part of Italy? Uh, Northern, Genoa, Genoese. Okay, I'm Southern, so I'm, nice. I have a hard head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I respect nothing it. wrong with that. But we also, like, we're, it's always awkward when you're the first person that wants to leave a party. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be the first person to break the ice. So mm-hmm. can you give us, like, the do's and don'ts of how would you ghost a party? Oh, that's a great question. So I think the most important thing is don't definitely be the first to leave. Oh, I how do you? Not I, at all. I feel like there, you don't want to be the first person to jump ship. I think, though, you wait till like, the atmosphere is a little quiet. And then I think you just look for, like, a quick exit and get out of there. I think you usually, like, snap a picture of the party. And that way, when you're leaving, you can text them later saying, hey, I had a great time. Thanks for having me there. And then they're like... Okay, so they they actually showed up. I'm glad about that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I um, yeah, I I I still haven't mastered that. I guess I have to try that. <laughs> I'm the king of the Irish exit. Whenever we're at a bar with all my friends, is that what it's called? One, yeah, well, that's what we call it at least. Yeah. One a.m. rolls around, they're still partying hard. I just order an Uber, don't say a word to anyone, and you just, just leave. jet. Get that's, out of there. See, that's what I I'm bad at. So I've been in our culture. You have to say bye to everybody. Mm-hmm. So even if you had a party with like 50 people, you have to go around and. Kiss, kiss everyone on the cheek and, mm-hmm. you know, say your goodbyes. Mm-hmm. So I'm not used to, I guess, doing the Irish exit. Irish exit. Yeah. yeah, I think sometimes you say like, hey, I have to take a quick phone call outside real quick. Or sometimes you just say, I have to go use the restroom. And then you just Ooh, restrooms, off. that was a good one with me and people believe it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa's one of those type of people that uses bathrooms. <laughs> the shrimp cocktail runs through you. But, well, yeah. Isn't that rude? Isn't that rude to just vanish? Uh, I mean, it may be a little rude, but at the same time, like, I think you should also look out for yourself. I don't think you want to have to go through uh, goodbyes with like 20 or 25 different people. I think the the more you get out, the better. And then not only that, the party host doesn't have to worry about like going through the process being like, thanks for coming and everything. They can go back to enjoying the party, I guess. Fair enough. Hmm. Yeah. For years, I my move was, I have to get something out of my car. That's a good one. <laughs> oh. People have found it very charming. Mm-hmm. I just want to say. <laughs> the, the, we took a poll and everyone seems to love everyone it. loves it <laughs> but so what kind of questions do you have for julian because... oh well okay so i know there's like another uh video that you guys have what to do when you run into your ex yes. at a party which i found hilarious at one funny. point it was don't let your ex know you've been secretly stalking them on insta because it's like... true <laughs> yeah. yeah i think we all are kind of guilty of doing <laughs> yeah. that yeah, so it's yeah. like, oh, you know, don't act as if you know anything that's going on in their life. Like, just casually ask them, like, hey, so, you know, how's it going with work? So I wanted to actually ask you. Yes. How would you, since this is, a, you know, help I suck at dating. Mm-hmm. So you're at a party and there's like someone that you're like, ooh, really attracted to. How would you approach them and possibly get their contact info? Is it now more appropriate to ask them for their Instagram handle, their Twitter handle, or do you just, you know, go old school and ask them for their number? I think you go old school. I, I don't know. I was listening to your guys uh, last episode and so many people were saying how happy they were when men come up to them and they're just really like, and you know, hey, this is my name. I'd love to take you out or something like that. And I think that's what people should start doing. I think it almost makes you more authentic. I don't know. when you, If someone wants to come up to me and be like, hey, so what's your Instagram handle? I'd be like, uh, is this someone I really want to invest some time in? <laughs> I feel, I don't know, Dean, so if you were to ask 
a girl for her number and she would respond, well, um, because this is what I I, I kind of do sometimes. I'm like, well, I don't want to give out my number, but we, we can become Instagram friends. Yeah. Is that is that a turnoff? Is that no, something? I think, I think that's an appropriate way to handle it, too, because then you have the opportunity to creep their Instagram. A yeah. Know a little bit more about them. Know a little yeah. more about them. And then the DM works just as well as a text message. So That is true. Touche. It, it kind of allows a little bit more of a comfortability between the two of them. But I do appreciate the, the traditionality, probably not a word, of just giving <laughs> it is a word now. or asking for a phone <laughs> number. Um, just because I feel like we're moving away from a lot of the things that we used to do mm-hmm. that obviously were proven to be successful. And now we're kind of adopting our own, you know, millennial ways of doing things. Yeah. And it's just, you know. I think yeah. it's important also to stand out from the crowd. I mean, if you're hopefully you're flirting with someone who, you know, is super attractive. And so you want to make sure that you're not just another number. You know, you, you're not, you don't want to make sure that you're just not like follower 900 or follower 1020. You want to make sure like, hey, this is actually someone who who uh, is invested in, in seeing this go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this Evite uh, IRL that you do every yes. other Friday, you said, what do you yes. guys typically talk about on that besides... Uh, we t- uh, oh no, go ahead. I'm well, sorry. Well, besides like these, this, like this party etiquette type stuff, is that mostly what it is, or is it specific uh, situations that you might find yourself in? It's really everything. I mean, we we jump from party etiquette. We we invite guests on to make uh, different recipes, food, drink. We do a lot of challenges, oh, that's so fun. like party fails, stuff like that. We try and just try to make it feel more realistic and and relax. I feel like a lot of times people get so stressed out when they're planning a party; uh-huh. it has to go perfectly and. Parties aren't like that. Life isn't like that. So I think we try to stress, like, have fun. Enjoy yourselves. It's just a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I definitely enjoy myself at most of the parties I go to. I love oh, parties. Oh, Tuesday, Saturday night. <laughs> Vanessa sends me a video of her probably 250 feet away from me, just zooming in very slowly, very slowly. And then there it is, like, in a mosh pit with me and all my friends just jumping up and down. I mean, you couldn't be missed. I was like, I have to send him this. It was too good. But you, you did have a good time. I still have blisters. So last week we had Tiffany and Caleb... Um, for the greatest wedding ever donated. They had their wedding on Saturday. We both attended. And I still have blisters on my feet for dancing the entire night. It was such a beautiful event. Yeah, two Hmm. great people, Dean's friends. Yeah, no, it was wonderful. Yeah, I I had a blast. I think you had a blast as well. I did. I did. Um, So do you want to talk to us about any other videos that you guys have up yeah so if you um so we we have so many different videos we have we obviously do like a lot of diys and recipes but we do a lot of original stuff we interview a lot of experts in their field and we're just trying our best to for people who are planning parties or planning get-togethers trying to make it a little easier for them to have the initiative to want to hang out with people connect i feel like nowadays so many people are connected through phones and and mm-hmm. computers and your tablet, you don't have the opportunity to see people face to face. I feel like, and that should be. Sorry, Dean. I think I interrupted you. Keep going. <laughs> I think that should be when I want to. So I have a roommate out in LA, and we're always like, "Oh, we want to throw a party. We want to be, you know, a hub where people come and like meet each other and you create new friendships." And I think that's a great way too to meet maybe a significant other. Yeah, I, I think it. So many times we're just stuck by being like, uh, you know, oh, someone met so and so on a dating app or. Or someone was connected by a friend they met on Instagram, and I think uh, we should pride ourselves to get out a little more. You don't know who you may meet; it may just end up being a friend, but that friend may connect you with the person you may f- may fall in love with. Was that a sneeze? Sorry, no, that, I hit it with. Oh. The <laughs> uh, so, so here's my issue with: I think I have uh, party phobia, like mm-hmm. throwing party phobia. I've, I hate throwing parties for the simple fact I'm scared no one's going to show up. That's oh, that's my, I that's know. My biggest but that's fears. an ego thing, right? Is it? Yeah. I mean, when I did my charity, I was like, no one's going to show up. Mm-hmm. And, you then, think, and you think it boils back down to ego? Yeah, I think it's because you're. it's like you don't want to fail at something. Yeah, that and you're, also you're you don't putting yourself be a, out there. You don't want to be like, 
if there are there will be people who will come you don't want there to be like three people at a party and then everyone's like oh my god this loser threw a party right but that never really happens there's, no. always, there's always a lot of people that show well, up and here. so that leads me into my second fear of throwing a party is that if people do show up that i just throw a bad party so it's good it that can... so evite offers the support and like the the information that kind of allows you to have a, a exciting party for your friends yeah i mean i think at the end of the day if you're inviting over good friends and good family to celebrate i think a party can never really be bad i think trust me i can probably throw a pretty bad party (laughs) (laughs) i mean but i i think there's something really special in having also like a party that may be a little bad i mean a party where someone breaks something or something embarrassing happens i mean those are the ones that you end up telling stories about for years can you can you share a story about maybe the most memorable party that you've been to yes okay so um uh, one Halloween, I threw a Halloween party where I was going to propose to my um, husband. Okay. And um, it was so embarrassing because um, a bunch of people showed up and then four or five people showed up who I had no clue who they were. Okay. And it, and as I was proposing to them, they started chanting and screaming at the top of their lungs. Wait, like positively or what do you mean? No, it's just like they were just making noise and everything oh. in the middle of this moment. Everyone else had who were coming, everyone else who was there knew, knew what was going on, but oh. these people had been invited as what happens with every party. Right. Friends show up with friends. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of awkward because I had to repeat the question. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but I mean, it also ended up being something really cool. You you look back on it and you were like, I mean. Did he not hear you the first story. time? He did, but I just was like, I want to make it clear to everyone here Aww. that this is going as smoothly as and, possible. And for the record, I do see a wedding band on your finger right yeah. now. <laughs> so, so it did work. It it did. Hopefully not. So ask twice, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually have a similar story. So my, um, I think, first of all, Halloween, everyone gets a chance to really be themselves or, you know, a day you can be someone else that you always pl- wanted to be. Mm-hmm. So my sister threw... Uh, when I was still living at home at my mom's house, my mom was on vacation and my sister and I were like, oh, let's throw a Halloween party since like, you know, good old school Italian family, like you're not allowed doing any of these kinds of things. So yeah. for us, it was like, oh my God, we're throwing a Halloween party. Mommy doesn't know. She's away. We're going to buy alcohol. We invited people. And that was the day my sister met her now husband and now baby daddy. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Over 12 years ago. So there you go. For the listeners out there, yep. go to parties. Or yeah. You know, have a party. Have a party. Have a party. Yeah, so you never know who you'll meet, and you may end up meeting, like I said, just a friend. But like that may be a great friendship you have, or that friend may introduce you to someone who's like you spend your life with. So I think either way, just like go out and meet people. How did Stop you meet, hanging outside. How did you meet your husband? We met on Instagram. Okay. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Can, you, can we hear that story? Because we've gotten that a couple times now. Do okay. You, do you mind sharing with us? Caleb and okay? Tiffany last night too. Yeah. Uh, last last week. week. Oh yeah, I would love to. So uh, he's a cookbook author and a food photographer. Okay. Wow. So he was Ooh. using the hashtag like food and foodie, and I'm a big. I love eating. And so I was following people who did that. So we connected on that. And we just literally started commenting on one of his posts. I believe it was of donuts. And there's like 60 comments going back and forth. And finally, I asked him out. Hey. In the comments or via DM? In the comments. Wow. Yeah. That's bold. bold. Move. That's yeah. a bold move. And we go back looking at him. We're like, no one else is commenting. So if anyone just like, it totally starts sneaking on this comment section. They're like, oh my God. <laughs> well, see, Instagram. Like this is the birth of a, you a, yeah, a wonderful marriage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could meet people through social media. We had um, someone come on from a dating service that was nine thousand mm-hmm. dollars that was last week that last was week. last week that's correct yeah i have such a horrible memory guys. <laughs> elite elite dating elite, elite dating, dating. Yep. dean i'm so proud of you well, i mean i do my homework <laughs> okay <laughs> you're trying to say i don't <laughs> anyway all this to say is you could meet your future yeah, significant I mean, other it's nowadays there's there really is no excuse to get yourself out there's you know we have so many opportunities to meet people, but at the same time, like, don't deny yourself any opportunity either out of fear or if you're having trouble meeting people online, which is tough. You know, it's scary when you go on like 
Instagram or Facebook and like you see the perfect life people are living because they only put that out. So you, you know, you tend to get a little discouraged. You're like, well, I'm not living my best life personally because I know. So how could I meet this person? But in reality, we're all the same. You Mm -hmm. know, we're all fighting the same struggle. And I think you don't really realize that until you get out and actually connect with people face to face. You're Mm -hmm. like, oh, this person too is having trouble with, uh, with rent or, you know, whatever problems that we all endure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, so more focusing on Evite then, what do you guys typically like to because you guys kind of specialize in the the party invites, but then you're now you're kind of spinning off these DIY, yeah. um, all these types of recipes and stuff, right? Yeah. So so what's kind of been like the staple of Evite for the past 20 years since you guys have been around for so long? Yeah, well, we're the leading um, online and text invitation service. So our, our company mission is to bring people together face-to-face. And while the bread and butter of our company you know, are the invitations and allowing people to make that process easier, like we really believe that we want to help you make your party planning process as easy as easy as possible and encourage you to do it. I think mm-hmm. like I was like we were talking about before so many people get afraid about throwing parties or so many people think that you know a party is a huge endeavor and it's not, you know, a simple get together with like like what we're doing right now, you know, yeah. could be considered It's a party in the studio party, right now. Yeah, like we're having a good time, <laughs> we're enjoying each party. other's company and the more we spend time doing that and the way Evite can teach you either to make a, you know, good good recipe of a delicious food or a delicious drink, you know, yeah. even better. I think people, when when they hear the word party, they think something like super elaborate. It could mm-hmm. be like a dinner party. Yeah, or like down. brunch. Like yeah. how many times have, have we gotten together with brunch? Well, not us personally, although we should. Uh, definitely. <laughs> but, um, I mean, especially now that I know your husband loves food. Yeah, oh, he makes, he's so good. Don't worry about me, guys. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to go to brunch. But, but who's speaking right now? Um, but, you know, like it, it, it's, you know, even coffee, like grabbing coffee. I think sometimes we tend to, like hype everything up so much in our mind that it, it in a way it kind of um it cannibalizes us from actually doing anything mm-hmm. and i feel like we shouldn't be like that we should all just have fun and chill well i love karaoke so if i throw a karaoke party at my place would you guys like to join oh i would love to what's your favorite song <laughs> um i like um outcast hey oh, yeah, that's classic yes, yes. like classic. That, get, that gets the crowd going yeah. i sing uh, wonder wall by oasis that's, Ooh, good. that's a good one yeah <laughs> bring yeah. it right back down again <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> Well, not when Gene, I Gene, tell us it. how you oh, really okay. feel. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. uh, I'm uh, Africa from Toto. Oh, wow. Wait, how does that go? Yeah, sing it for us. I kiss the rains down, down in Africa. Africa. I think it's or, I bless the rains. I bless the rains. I bless the rains. Oh my God, I've been singing this song so wrong for so many Guys, years. Guys, and this is why I have to go to karaoke because oh, I don't know any lyrics, so I need stuff up on the well, screen. Well, it's there for you the entire, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. karaoke party. Uh, karaoke party, but make sure you use Evite. I'm gonna yeah, use please Evite. send an Evite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll send you an Evite. Um so do you have any parting words for the listeners out there? Maybe you want to plug the website or anything like that? Yeah, so you know, find us on social media. We're at Evite. Our our next show is May eighteenth on our Facebook page. It's at ten AM oh. Pacific Standard Time. Um, so make sure to check it out. And um, Can Vanessa and I be guests? One oh my god, time? we love you guys. Oh my god, guys, I love DIY stuff. Oh, we do so much more than that. But yeah, come on. on, on okay, no, DIY but I know so you guys also do DIY stuff. So I was like, yeah, come if on. you need me. So you can use I her for the DIY stuff and you can use me for everything else. Oh, yeah. Oh. I don't know. I'm not good at DIY stuff. You know what? Neither am I. So you'd be a perfect fit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, Wait, but you guys should come on. When was that? May? 18th. May 18th. Yeah. I'm going to be in Kentucky, but the following two weeks from then. The following. The follow. Yeah. So second. we're every other week. Right. The second. Yeah. Don't give me that look, Vanessa. I'm going to on a rock climbing trip to Red River Gorge. Okay, I was just wondering I've what was going on go in rock Kentucky. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. One of these times we'll go in LA. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a party. You're inviting me to a lot of things. Gym. I don't want to overcommit, but I'm down. Yeah. Oh, and I think that's the other thing, overcommitting to like saying yes to a party that you maybe not want to 
be yeah, attending. I think that's super hard too because nowadays you everyone says yes to everything with the hope that like oh I'll just like Bail last minute. Or, yeah. That's me. Oh. That's me. One hundred percent. And I hate myself for it too. Don't. I do it all the time, yeah. and it's like at this you should be a little more realistic when you say yes to stuff. But at the same time, like people understand when they're throwing a get together party when they're just hanging out that people are going to say no. That's just life. Yeah. You know, don't st- don't let that stop you from having a good time. Perfect. Well, yeah. thank you for joining moves. us. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Julian, you're the man. Thank you May so much. 18th. Yeah. Um, incredible story. This two weeks in a row, we have someone that met their significant <laughs> other. Now, yeah, now uh, husband, because mm-hmm. Tiffany yep. and Caleb are now married. Yeah. Maybe on one day we'll have a story like that, too. <laughs> no, not me? together. Not together. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Guys, you, I don't know. No, Who I didn't knows? mean us, but you should have seen Dean's I'm face. He was that it's not my having interview it. that inspires no. a romance. <laughs> I met our own personal stories. I mean, I was commenting on your Instagram live yesterday. I didn't get a single response. I did not so. see you commenting. Probably We're actually now start. Facebook uh, Instagram friends. I was like, what? Yeah, I follow I am yeah. Team Dinessa over here. What about Vadine? Anyways, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. I feel politer already. Sherry's bears. I feel like our etiquette as a whole just skyrocketed. It did. Um, If I may, polite. um, My wife said to me last night, Mother's Day is Sunday, and my wife is in charge of getting our parents' gifts, which I know is not fair and is wonderful that she does that, but she does. She gets gifts from my mother. My father on Father's Day, their birthdays. She takes care of it. I'm very lucky. That's a great wife. It's a great wife. She said to me last night, your mom texted me and said, don't get me anything for Mother's Day. And honestly, I didn't have any ideas anyway. So can you just send her some flowers or something? I'm going to put that on you. I said, that's fine. You know what I should get her? I should get her Sherry's berries. And my wife said, wait a minute. Is that those chocolate covered berries? Yeah. Okay, get those for me. Get mom whatever you want, but get those for me. So now I'm getting my mom and my wife Sherry's berries for Mother's Day. That's a great idea. And Mother's Day, just to reiterate, is on Sunday. It's on Sunday, May 13th, my lucky number. What is today? Tuesday? Today's We're talking five days five out. Five days, everybody. guys. And Sherry's berries can deliver within those five days? I, I did this last night. Absolutely. No worries. No, I mean, I agree. I think... People should be considering alternative gifts for their mothers for Mother's Day. The flowers, of course, they're great. They're beautiful. Maybe you can even include the flowers with you the gift. You can. I can berries. vouch. That's what I'm getting. I'm yeah. getting a d- dozen rainbow roses. That's sweet. And the dozen chocolate-covered berries. And, and they're not all the same. They're an assorted berries. And you can get them in different chocolates, right? Milk chocolate, dark chocolate, white chocolate. That's what all happens. And then the rainbow roses, you could also get rainbow tulips. It's about the same price. From Sherry's From Berries? Sherry's Berries. And what I did, I clicked on the microphone in the corner. I put in the code DATING. And there it was. It said, radio deal unlocked. And there were all my options. That's us. That's the radio that deal. That was it. Yep. You know, I used to buy flowers all the time for whether it's just like friends, uh, for myself, for ex-girlfriends that I was dating at the time. And I always saw that little microphone in the upper right-hand corner, but I've never been able to utilize it before. So what's great now is our listeners that notice that microphone are able to do it by just putting in dating into the, uh, the, the little microphone area. Uh, if you go to berries.com. That's it, really? Berries.com? I still can't believe they own that domain. Yeah, they own Berries.com. Berries.com. And I think they start off at, what, like $19.99? Yeah, they got some really great deals on there. Which, if you've ever gotten flowers delivered before, they're like $50, $60, $70 for just a bouquet of flowers. Right. But what Sherry's Berries does is flowers and chocolates and berries. You can do and, you can do or, you can do all of it. (laughs) Blows my mind. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, what you can do is go to Berries.com to get your fresh, juicy strawberries dipped in milk, dark and white chocolate, um, whatever it is, even the, 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 
the mixtures. What are those called? The swirls? Yeah, the swirls. They do the swirls. I'm a fan yes. of the swirls. Um, you choose your delivery day. It's guaranteed. Uh, customer satisfaction always is number one for them, or you get your money back. Uh, it's more than just berries like we've been talking about. They've added new treats uh, like cake pops, strawberry cheesecake bites, and artisan- artisanal chocolate truffles. Mm. I'm going to say right now, my favorite dessert of all time is cheesecake. So if you guys feel oh. like getting me one of these things, I'll definitely Why just take those strawberry cheesecake bites. You get me the- Sherry's berries and... And, I'll, uh, and yeah. I get the so okay so I buy you the Sherry's berries and then I get yeah you the get in return twenty percent of the berries bouquet that's fine <laughs> but you know obviously what I'm gonna do is go to berries.com and put the code dating in save myself a little bit of money obviously make you really happy on on Mother's Day which you're kind of like a mother like I you, feel like I kind of am you know hmm. I have like my nephew I have my students your yeah. students do you have what, pets I do not have well my sister's dog. But <laughs> that's a no. That that's okay. You're a mother. You're a mother. All right, Vanessa, I'm getting you a, a bouquet yes. of Sherry's Berries for Mother's Day. Uh, one more time, berries.com. Use code dating. Uh, get a great deal on Mother's Day. And I promise whoever you get it for uh, will not be disappointed. If Lovely. we can, I'd like to get rid of some of the rumors that have been swirling about you, Dean. Yeah. In fact, Easton has seen some I know on Reddit. Uh, yes, Reddit. What is uh, what is one you've seen like for, for sure that we want to just bounce off? Him? Is are there any truth to this or not? I've been wondering this personally as well as the members of uh, of the internet at large. There've been pictures with you with a certain young lady whose name may or may not begin with the letter K, named Christina, and everyone thinks you're with her. Christy, like, no, I saw no. no. And this is the thing too. We just talked. We just discussed this very briefly. There have been so many rumors circulating about me over the past seven days. And it just blows my mind where any of this stuff even comes from. I guess people are wondering what your dating life is like. I, so, I mean, I, sh- they, I feel like I share it every day on this or every week on this podcast. Though. Yeah, but I feel like if you take a picture with someone who's like the of the opposite sex, they're going to be like, oh, I guess they're dating. Or if they see you walking around with someone, they're going to assume, you know, that you guys are dating. It's, tr- I mean, I guess. But so even like on Instagram or something, sometimes it's hard to see like every comment and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes you'll see like these fake Instagram accounts get made and then leave comments. Like I remember this one specifically from like four or five days ago that was like, Dean, how could you? You're such a jerk. Like you're making out with Kendall during the day at Stagecoach and then making out with Christina later that night at Stagecoach. And I'm just like looking at it like I wasn't making out with either of these people at Stagecoach. <laughs> this is absolutely mind blowing. Wow. And, like, mm-hmm. and the, this like this uh, narrative is being put out there by people that have absolutely no idea what they're talking about, which means people that are lesser informed see that and potentially could believe it, which right. is just so frustrating. That's the Internet. And I keep saying, don't believe everything you read. Of course. And then and then I jump on Twitter like a day or two after that. And I see an article written by like celeb gossip or something that was talking about how Dean and Brandy Cyrus are now dating each other. Oh, and, congratulations. <laughs> and Dean is uh, just going to date her until he leaves her bachelor in paradise come June 1st. And I'm looking at this and I texted Brandy a screenshot of it. I was like, Brandy, I guess we're dating now. I don't know oh, if you knew this boy. or not, but we're boyfriend I think like the most alarming thing is bachelor in paradise. <laughs> yeah. Well, and as I've said before, and as I will continue to say, there's no chance I'm going to bachelor in paradise. I'll maybe continue to like tease the possibility of it. But no, come on, people. There's no way I'm ever. <laughs> going back there um it's just so frustrating so wait dean you, know? you are not which by the way i love both brandy and christina and kendall i have never met kendall oh, but i'm sure she seems like a love she seems like a lovely person Kendall's very nice yeah she's my friend oh close friend oh, that's right. really well because you met her I've, on. i've hugged her twice i think that counts <laughs> wow yeah it's the second hug that really breaks the barrier of that's closeness. right yeah well okay so you're not <laughs> dating anyone not dating anyone you are like, single. not even talking to anyone not like flirtatiously texting anyone or nope. exchanging any DMs with anyone. You saw me at the wedding. I was just dancing around with a bunch of my bros. 
Would you qualify yourself as single AF? Single <laughs> AF. I think that's a very accurate uh, qualification for when me. When was the last time you kissed someone? How many weeks or Ooh. months ago? Or days yeah, or let's hours? get to the dirty details. <laughs> it's very dirty. Probably March. What are we, May? March 14th. Wow. No. What? Yeah, March 14th, I think, is the last day that I kissed someone. Thank you for the preciseness of that. March 14th? Well, because I, yeah, I left for India. What <laughs> day? I left for India March 14th. Or March okay. 15th. So whichever day that I left for India, Leslie and I drove to the airport together because she was flying back to Arkansas. Uh, and I met Leslie on Saturday. She was lovely, too. Maybe that's why people don't trust you necessarily, because you did keep that relationship hidden for a while while Winter Games aired. You had to. Had to. And maybe that's why people feel like you're not as forthcoming as you could be. But you haven't done any reality shows. There's no reason to be hiding anything at this point. No. Except, I mean, I would. I, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I don't think I would hide anything even if I did. Okay. I just like I'm I just kind of the person that's like if something's going on, I don't care enough to keep it secret from mm-hmm. anyone. I'll just talk about it. No Kendall. No Christina. No Brandy. Brandy. On the contrary, we're actually all, I'm dating all three of them right now. This <laughs> oh, time. they're going to not no, hear that. Come on. And no Paradise. No just Paradise. For the record. And yeah, so so we saw Leslie at uh the GWED this past weekend mm-hmm. and everything was good between us. Super yeah, sober. you guys were talking. We matched funny enough. You did? And, you, oh, yeah, you did. She had like this dark green dress that she oh. wore. And I walked up to her and I was like, so you decided to match me this uh, for the wedding, huh? And she was like, I honestly had no idea you were wearing that. It was like the dress that she wore out of the limo on Sean Lowe's season. Wow. And I just like randomly picked my tux out at the tuxedo rental place. And that, sure enough, they were like the exact same color. Pretty funny. But it was fun. Danced around quite a bit. That was a great wedding. Vanessa burnt her uh, grilled cheese on the- Oh, my God. Yeah, so you had I got to make home. your own grilled cheese. Well, I was hungry. I'm always hungry. Uh-huh. Like I love to eat. Actually, wait. There was a question. Oh, okay. Wait. So there was this article that I read, and it talks about um, talking money talk with your significant other. And if you are going into a serious before you get into a serious relationship with someone, you should have that money talk with the person, which I think. Isn't that awkward to mm-hmm. st- to start talking about like, oh, what are your bank sta- statements like? Do you have any debt? Or like, how much money do you save a month? And how much money do you make? Isn't that too early to have those types of conversations with someone before you get into an exclusive relationship with them? But in this in this article, they suggest that you have those conversations before you become exclusive. Hold on. There's a point to this story. No, that's weird. Anyway, one of the questions was, um, what, hold on, let me pull it up here. Um that's a good oh, question yeah. to have Wait. when you're engaged or in that well, they say nearly. That, they yes, say to have those conversations prior to that. So then it's kind of like you can escape that situation before like, you what know. What situation? If they're horribly in debt? Yeah. I don't. This is what the article was saying. I'm just like re-quoting the article. But the point of this conversation was, what's the one thing you'll always be willing to spend cash on? And my answer to that is food. I don't care how poor I am. I want to be able to spend my money on my food. You don't mean just basic food and shelter. You mean like no, I, you want to eat good food. N- not even good food. I just like having a fridge full of food. I okay. like having options. I like having snacks. I like eating. Mm-hmm. So anyway, after, <laughs> it's like the no point of this conversation. <laughs> but after the wedding, I got home and I'm like, oh my God, I'm starving. So I made myself a grilled cheese and I burnt it. So that's the conversation that we were having about my gr- my burnt grilled cheese. I thought it was a burnt piece of French toast at first. but it No, out it, was- it was my grilled cheese. Um. But that is an interesting topic, and I think that both Mark and Eason can answer that best, if you want to, of course. Like, what, at what point in your relationship did you have a conversation with fin- about finances with your significant other? 
I'll go first just because it's a pretty short answer. Remember, my wife was very young when we first met, yeah. but she did manage to accumulate quite a bit of debt in the first couple of years of our relationship, just going to school and living out here. And there's some long stories that we don't have to get into. But um, I took it upon myself working. Uh, I had a full-time job at Disneyland at the time. So I paid off her debt because we all we both knew where this was going. That sounds like an amazing be, job, by the way. It was a great job. Oh. I hosted the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire show. <laughs> what? Yes. At Disneyland, not on television. I'm sitting next to a celebrity. That's right. And uh, <laughs> it was the best job I've ever had to this day. But anyway, um, uh, so I, so we took care of that because if you're both on the same page, then everything's fine. And I, so I paid her stuff off because I don't want that to be, I don't want to be saddled with that. Once we do get married, let's take care of that because I feel like if they're the one and the love is there, there's no situation financially you can't work through together. Mm-hmm. Easton? Easy. We, uh, you know, my wife and I had been friends for, almost a decade before we started dating and uh, we already knew each other's situation just from that. Like uh, it came just over the years, like she'd be like, Oh, my student loans really suck. This is how much I owe in student loans. And like, uh, I, I don't have much debt uh, on my uh, playing card, but um, when we got engaged, we like sat down and compared, you know, hash out the numbers, but like it wasn't anything that was going to make or break. So this was post engagement though. Yeah. So like the actual, the time we actually had the conversation was when we realized our finances would be jo- you know, we'd be combining mm-hmm. things. Yeah. I guess she wanted to make sure I didn't have like a secret account or something <laughs> right. like that. It is definitely an but, interesting topic. Yeah. It's like for me specifically, I've been pretty poor like my entire life growing up until I was 24, 25 years old. I've been like I lived paycheck to paycheck. Uh, and so You're only like, 26 now. Yeah, of course. So yeah. I did it up until probably 23, 24, like right around when I moved to LA. And even then like I was still like struggling but doing better for myself. Um, and so it's always been kind of like a sensitive subject, I guess, just because I wasn't super confident with where I was at. Um, but things have gotten better, obviously, recently. And I think I'm open more, more to discussing it, but not to the point where I'm like sharing my bank account information with anyone that I'm dating just yet. I feel like that's like an engaged thing. I'm, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. That's why I was asking, throwing the question to you guys, because I don't know when the right time is to ask these kinds of I mean, they're important. It's an important topic yeah. to cover, especially because I'm such a saver. I save like 80% of what I make. 80%? Oh, yeah. I'm like, so, I, you know, my, when my grandparents immigrated from Italy, they came into Canada with like nothing, flip-flops, and they just, you know, they made their way. And um, luckily, we, you know, we have the life that we have thanks to my grandparents. So ever since, you know, I was 14 and I got my first job, my grandfather told me like, okay, this is how you should manage your money. So I've always been very, I wouldn't say stingy, but I've been very careful with what I spend. Um so, yeah, for me, it's important to be with someone who appreciates the value of a dollar. That's a deal breaker for a lot of people. If somebody's a real spendthrift and the other person's super mm-hmm. uh, frugal, you're going to have problems. It's funny that we bring this up, too, because just uh, so I had my therapy appointment yesterday. Four weeks in, by the way, it's going really well. Oh, great. And uh, she talks about how not only is she like a relationship and uh, like a regular type of therapist, she's also a uh, career therapist and a financial therapist as well, I guess, which is a thing. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'm butchering the title of it. No, you're right. This is what it says in the article, financial therapist. Yeah. So so we talked a little bit for maybe like 20 minutes about my spending habits and how all of us are basically uh, products of our parents. Like the way we watched our parents spend is basically how we learn how to spend our money as well. Mm. Um, and it's just, it was so interesting to hear like, because Vanessa says she's a saver, which is incredible. 80% of every dollar you make, you basically save for the most part. You know, give I was take. also living at my mom's house though. So which I wasn't paying helped. rent. Yeah helps so that helps <laughs> and i'm super low maintenance too like i don't really have much to pay every month other than rent right and maybe like insurance whatever it is mm-hmm. um but yeah she was like we were like sat down she's like so what have you been buying lately and i was like going through it and i was like holy cow i'm spending way too much money 
uh, money that I never would have spent before, but like you always spend within your means, I guess. So that's mm-hmm. something that I'm currently working on with my therapist now is to control the spending and right. start saving a little that's bit. That's a right. danger that we, we run into as well. If you make more money, you spend more money, mm-hmm. but you don't have to. The key, the key, it seems like, and I've been told this and I don't live this and I wish I did, the key to long-term wealth and prosperity is to live below your means. Yes. Yeah. Is to kind of keep spending like you were before and just put away as much as you possibly can. It's hard to can. think long term, though. It is. Especially well, when the money's coming in, you know? Right. Well, you never know, like, when the money's going to stop, right? Oh, so yeah. I always say, like, I was comfortable when, you know, I was teaching and I was making the salary that I was making. I was very careful with what I was spending. And now I'm like, I'm still going to act that way. I'm still going to act like. That's smart. Yeah. That's super respectable. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. I want to be able to, you know, the person that I'm with, I want to make sure that they are also that and, you know, have that mind frame too because they say the number one cause of divorce other than like lack of communication is financial problems and like maybe secrecy when it comes to finances and stuff certainly the biggest argument reason for arguments is money yeah Yeah. is that to any varying degree like if he spends like a little bit more a little bit less you're okay with it or does it have to be kind of like spot on uh no i just don't i'm not materialistic so i don't care if you have like a porsche you know like don't spend money on a car when for the record let me just say this real quick I drove Vanessa home last week. No, hold on. The car <laughs> felt like it was breaking down. I'm and like, she goes, and she goes, is your car going to break down on the way to my apartment right now? <laughs> I'm like, no, it's just a Jeep, Vanessa. They're loud and they're and oh, they're What year bouncy. is it? It's a 2003. Okay, no, but it was like it didn't have doors and stuff, so I, I like it didn't have a roof, so I was scared. I was like, no what's going to No doors gonna... and no roof? It's a Jeep, you guys, and it had do- it didn't have doors once. I put the doors back on last week. <laughs> I love your car. No, you it's don't very, need to. You're backpedaling right no, now. No, I do. I'm not, I'm not backpedaling. He doesn't need to have a Porsche, but I'm going to talk crap no, about his car. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Let's yeah. go on to the next segment. You like, right. souped that thing up yourself, didn't you? Um, no, I did not. I bought it lifted and had already big 33s and all that kind of stuff on it. But all I right. do plan on dropping a diesel engine into it pretty soon. I would like drop that. that, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> do you spend money on a gym membership? Um, I just canceled my gym membership because I think I'm going to be getting one through Beachbody. What? <laughs> Wait for real? Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of Beachbody on Demand? They're awesome. You don't even no. Tell need, me about it. You don't even need a gym membership. Basically, what you do instead of going to a gym and being in that freaking Iron Cathedral with so many other people waiting your turn to use the workout equipment, whatever it is, you just get a workout at home. Uh, just basically like logging on to Netflix or something like that. You log on to Beachbody On Demand. They have a bunch of stuff like P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, Hip Hop Abs, which I've been practicing a lot lately. No. I'm dead serious. <laughs> For two reasons. One, Stop. because I really want abs. And two, because I really want rhythm. And one of the wow. apps are coming, the rhythm maybe not so much. One is more God-given than the other, I think. <laughs> but you know what? I'm still going to fight it and try and get right. it either way. Um, there's hundreds of effective workouts on there from bodybuilding to weightlifting to, to yoga to even dance workouts. Like I said, that hip-hop abs, abs workout. They're usually like 10 minutes, maybe a little bit longer than that, depending on kind of what you're looking for. But like I said, I love them. I basically canceled my gym membership solely because I loved Beachbody On Demand so much. Um, there's over 1 million people currently on Beachbody On Demand. And to our listeners right now of Help I Suck at Dating, you can try it absolutely free if you text DEAN to 303030. I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about it before. That's D-E-A-N to 303030. Um Maybe log on and hip hop abs. I do it every morning at 7 a.m. So if you're, you know, in the West Coast time zone and you're up at 7 a.m. and you want to do hip hop abs workout with me, we can kind of pretend like we're in the same room, <laughs> oh even though God. we might not be. I'm going to be texting this. I want 
I want the text. Well, think about it. Think how, you know, you watch Netflix, you start it at one place, you finish it on your phone, you finish it on your iPad, you finish it in a hotel room somewhere. It's the same idea. I have yet to use Beachbody On Demand on a public transit system, but I think that might be the next step. <laughs> you could be clenching your kegels. <laughs> oh. Oh. Now we're taking it to kegels. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm doing kegels right now, as a matter of fact. Wait, um, guys don't do that. We have them. We can do them. I've, I've, I'm very confused. <laughs> I've done them before in college when I was curious about what would happen. Um, anyways, go ahead and text Dean to 303030. So and you can try Beachbody on demand and get some sweet hip hop abs just like me. Um, give it a try. I promise you won't uh, regret it. Summer's right around the corner. So now's the time to sign up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wait for real. Yeah. Men do this. No. The Kegels or the. Well, both. Hold on. So I, I can get this for free. <laughs> I'm all about the free. <laughs> you can get full access to the entire platform. Yes, for free. okay, absolutely free. I will do that. But Kegels. Yeah. For what? Your butt? I just I just looked it up as a matter of fact. No, you can't. It uh, it improves endurance. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, 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 yes. I know. What this. else does it improve? Endurance and Endurance. Well, and also Wit. just like, uh, <laughs> really? I don't know. I'm just making that up. You don't say. <laughs> I think it has benefits in the bedroom. I think there's also benefits, I don't know. Uh, longevity. like Longevity. Yeah. Um, like uh, when you have to go pee. That you can hold it better. Yeah. Oh. What is yeah. it called again? I was thinking. Incontinence? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Incontinence? Yeah, yeah, when you can't hold it. I've yeah. never heard that word. Kegel muscles yeah. can help if you're having trouble holding it or wow. if you're dribbling. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. news to me. I always thought of it more of as a performance thing. Uh, well, I think that's also a reason people exercise those muscles. Should we keep talking about this or do you want to move on to something else? I, I just thought of it as something you could do on public <laughs> transit when no one knows you're doing it. That's there why I brought it up. Hey, we got some emails that I feel like we should read because let's, people let's want your advice. It. I hope they ask about kegels on there. Kira says, I had a really good friend who was seeing a guy for a few months but broke things off with him because she didn't think they were compatible. I had become really close with this guy. He told me he didn't want our friendship to end, and my girlfriend said she had no problem with him and I staying friends. Well, I developed feelings for him. We talked every single day. He was very flirty with me and always initiated plans to hang out. I noticed my girlfriend stopped wanting to hang out with me, but when we were in the same group, she acted like nothing had changed. Six months later, the guy tells me he's seeing my friend again. Oh. I didn't even know they were on speaking terms. They've been dating for almost a year now, and she has completely cut me off and refuses to talk to or acknowledge me, even in groups. Mm. I don't hang out with her boyfriend one-on-one -on -one anymore, but he still texts Ooh. me every no. single day. No. Is there a way to get over him without losing this friendship? Also, do you think I should try to repair my friendship with the girl? I do miss her. Oh, this is tangled. Very yeah, tangled. It's, um, well, the one thing that stood out when she said I end up developing feelings for him, we talked every single day. I always say this, be careful who you hang out with because you might just start liking them. For sure. So I like, think- Come on, like you're going to stop hanging out with new people because you might well, develop no. feelings for them? Well, no, I'm just saying, I think when it comes to like, if you have like, you know, you kind of have like that kind of, there is some sort of chemistry and the longer you hang out with them, yeah, I think it is for a girl to romanticize a relationship. I'm going to say right now, you probably should Uber back to your apartment because I'm worried that we're going to develop feelings for each other. That's how ridiculous, oh, that's how ridiculous no. it sounds. No. No. This, that's no, how ridiculous I, do I, it sounds. Dean, I talk to you on Tuesdays. I do not talk to you every single day like uh, the, Kira was. This is obviously is a little bit different of a situation because I talk every day, but you still shouldn't... I, I don't know. Continue. Continue your life. Well, that was... Wait, that was my thing. One. Two. Um... I do find it, hold on, I noticed my girlfriend stopped wanting to hang out with me. So I, obviously, I think that at that point, your friend Kira was starting to talk to the guy again. 
and probably mm-hmm. because she knew that Kira and this guy were talking every day. And so she gets a little jealous, maybe a little bit possessive. And she's like, actually, I want this guy back now. Yeah. Well, I think here you have to ask yourself, what's more important to you, your friend, the friendship with the guy or the, your friendship with the girl? And to me, I think it would be the, your friendship with the girl because that's who you were friends with before you got introduced to. Um, I agree. It sounds guy. like the friendship with the girl is a little bit more important than with the guy. Yeah. But I think they're both doomed, I'm afraid, as friendships go. Yeah. I think it's over for both of them, and I'm sorry. And we talked about this on Scrub and In this week. Friendships have, there's a seasons for life for everything, as Tanya pointed out. Some friendships are only meant for a certain part of your life. That's they're not true. meant for your whole life, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And if it's meant to be, you guys will find your way back to each other. But I it's not that. worth uh, losing your mind over. That's true. So do you think what I suggest, Kira, maybe blocks the guy's number or is that too drastic? Nah. Or maybe no. it just sets the precedent and sets the... the um... You know what I would do? I would be the bigger person and write to them being like, hey guys, heard you're back together. Wish you guys the best of luck. Hope you're happy and smiling. Kira. So put him in a group chat. Or yeah, maybe a group or I don't know, maybe send it to your girlfriend or and, and to him separately, but just, or maybe a group chat so you're not like, you know, doing it behind anyone's back. But I would be the bigger person and just send him a message. Maybe, but they've been together a year, so it might be a little awkward oh, right. timing on that. I also, I don't like that he's texting her every day. That's not, that's, oh, there's a real issue there. about that part. Yes, yeah. I forgot about that. So Kira, forget it. Do not send, <laughs> do not send that group chat, that group I message. I think maybe you do block him. I think you need to move on with your life. I think you need to let him move on and focus on the relationship that he's in too. Granted, it maybe doesn't sound like it might be the best one because he's texting you every day, but if it sounds like nothing happened between Kira and this guy. So no. There's no real like foul play. But he seems to be kind of keeping her on the back burner just in case. Totally unfair. And Kira, do not fall for that. I believe we call that benching. And there is, we do not Mm -hmm. want to be benched. That's a good term. Yep. So yeah, so I'm going to stick with it. Say Kira should block the guy. Well, now I agree. I I think she should block him mentally and and through text. Block him and move on. I think you'll be friends with her again someday. Hopefully. A lot of the emails we get are, boy, this sure was going great, and then now all of a sudden he's cooled off to me. And here's another one of these. But I think we usually end up with he f- found somebody else. But anyway, this is called Subway No Response Guy. Nicole is 24 years old. She's working in New York City. I like this one because it kind of paints a nice picture of her life. It's kind of an exciting life. She's been single for six years and ready for a boyfriend again. She met a guy in the subway in New York. The first time I saw him, we made eye contact. I didn't know what to say. We ran into each other twice in a week, and I ended up getting his number. We went out for coffee, his idea. This past weekend, he had mentioned something during the day about grabbing lunch. I followed up but got no response. I just thought, okay, that's the end. Another one bites the dust. No big deal. However, Monday morning, he texted me bright and early, so I'm a dick. I'm sorry, and he offered to make up for it. We went out. It was great. He was so apologetic about our plans from the weekend before. I texted him, thanking him for lunch and a great time, and he never responded. (laughs) I've noticed he isn't big on his phone, and I'm not sure if it's because he's older. He's 31. I bumped into him twice today, and we said hello. He made a joke. He went back to work. How do I bring up the whole texting thing to him? I feel like this could be a good thing. I don't want to ruin it by seeming petty and wanting a text back. Help, I suck at dating, Nicole. Oh, that sounds like me. Like, what do I do? I, um, Dean, what would you do if you were... I got what kind of response would you want from her? I got excited about this because she capitalized Subway, and so I thought she met him at, at Subway. Subway? Yeah. <laughs> and I was going to ask you to get a five dollar foot long yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love Subway personally. That's hilarious. Um, I think that I think the the common theme we see with this too, as Mark said, is it starts strong, it fizzles a little bit, and then people kind of like dwell on it and focus a little bit too much onto it. It's like, for instance, Nicole. 
24 years old, lives in New York City. She's been single for six years. And so maybe I think she's putting a lot of pressure on this relationship, even though it's never really taken off anywhere. Uh, I don't know. Listen, if a guy's into you, he will call you. He will text you. He will want to see you. And that's my point. Okay. I'm, that's what I'm saying. And I feel like she's putting too much emphasis on this relationship, even though it's not reciprocated and it doesn't really seem to be like much is going on there. You know what I mean? Right. But right. maybe because she's been single for six years, she's kind of grasping at straws and, and kind of mm-hmm. hoping that this is the relationship that's going to pull her out of yeah. that single funk. Yeah. I think when you like date someone or you went on a date with someone or if you're in a relationship, you kind of like put up you 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 make excuses for the person that you're dating. But Nicole, if you put yourself outside of the situation and, you know, you're reading this, what you just sent us, I think you would probably tell yourself like, hey, if he's not giving you the signs that he's into you or, you know, he's not giving you what you need and deserve, then I would, you know, make wait for him to make a move again. And I wouldn't I wouldn't ask him why he hasn't texted yeah. back. And and look, I've been this guy before too. I've been the guy that gives the sporadic texts. We'll bump into it, be casual, be polite, and be even if you're into a girl. Well, that's what I'm saying. So let me. So I've been this guy where uh, I'll see him, be polite, be casual, be friendly, all that kind of stuff. Like go on like a maybe like even like a friend date, hang out. I don't, it doesn't sound like they're hooking up, but just if in my position, if I was that guy, it would just mean that I'm not interested at all. And so if he's not interested in her, then she shouldn't be interested in a relationship with him right now if it doesn't seem like that's where it's trending towards. Yeah. And I don't think because he's 31, nah, 31 year old text and call. And it's very it's human instinct to make excuses for these people. Right. And we all do it. And you're doing it now, I think, saying, he, oh, you know, he's not very good at texting. Oh, you know, he's so busy mm-hmm. lately. But like you said, if he's into you, you would absolutely know it. So I think. I love how you met. That's such a cute story. Making eye contact on the subway. It's such a movie. But I don't know that this is happening right now. I know. Listen, I uh, dated a guy. Who, this is pre-bachelor days where we met on a train from Toronto to Montreal. And we sat like, so he had seen me five years prior to that in a line at a breakfast. Listen, it was Oh, really he remembers cute... you five That's years later? Great. Yeah. So then like I was, I was boarding the train and I wasn't feeling well. So I had, I had, I was struggling to put my, um, my luggage on the train. Someone tasked me from behind and he's like, Hey, do you need help? And I turn around. I'm like, Oh my God, it's the guy that had messaged me five years ago when he saw me in line. So we ended up sitting next to each other on the train and I'm like, Oh my God. So here I am like girly Vanessa romanticizing the relationship. We're going to end up together because it's meant to be. We have such a great love story. I mean, it didn't end up working out. Obviously, I went on The Bachelor, but yeah, that was. Uh, That's sad, though, isn't it? When the great meetings don't turn into yeah. amazing relationships. And I think that should have been great. At that point, I was just so in love with the story that mm-hmm. I wanted it to work out because it was such a great, cute story. So what were the next steps that unraveled in the relationship? Oh, well, he was living in Toronto at the time. I was in Montreal. So we did long distance. And I think at, at a point we just realized we wanted we wanted the same things, but not at the same time in our life we were at different we were at different stages in our life and for those that don't know the listeners of the podcast toronto is in the province ontario and uh montreal is in the province quebec yes wait oh, <laughs> the geography and so there's a little geography lesson for today for uh for this tuesday but maybe episode. all those romantic comedies we watch you know serendipity and where they they at the end they're so happy it maybe it's, up. maybe it's not forever after though maybe those end poorly too we don't see their whole lives that's why i don't like watching movies that's actually a funny thought that i had the other day too is growing up we watch all these movies like uh these uh, cute rom-coms, love stories, whatever it is, but all we see is the chase up until they get together. Right. They get together and then the movie's over, you know? Except you The Notebook. Oh, because they died. Yeah, well, then it like well, skips spoiler. six years. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emily uh, is, uh, she's 28. She's never had a serious boyfriend. 
All my life, I've been completely open with my friends and my family, but unable to talk to and open up to people I don't know. I told myself this year I would finally put myself out there and maybe even get on a dating app. I've always had reservations about them, but I'm trying to get over that. It's 2018. It's a perfectly normal thing. I think I'm always concerned I won't be able to keep the conversation going. I've been thinking more and more about how you always say, what is the worst that can happen, right? That is our advice. You got to shoot your shot. They'll say no or move on. Any advice for getting out there? Thank you for your insight and being so open and honest each week. It is truly refreshing. Hopefully soon I will suck less at dating. That is Emily. Oh, Emily. Listen, I was talking about this last week on the podcast. If I were in a position where, yes, I said that I'm dating someone. If I were in a position you did, where- You said that. I did say <laughs> yeah. that. And I'm How's that going? <laughs> so wait, I want to talk about what's what's the what's your definition of dating versus- My definition of dating is like leading to possibly a relationship. Yes. Okay. So I'm dating someone. Okay. Well, let's, let's hear. Uh, We have somebody that you've heard before on this show named Erica, who is now in a relationship. We talked to her before when she was crushing on her oral surgeon. Yeah. That's over and done with. She has a boyfriend. The definition, we'll get back to, we'll get back to Emily in a second. (laughs) But the definition of dating someone happened last night or two nights ago, whenever it was. What? What? The talk. No, it happened like a week ago. No, but that's not the def... Yeah, thank you, Dean. Okay. It was five days ago. (laughs) Um, No, but the the definition of dating someone is before the talk happens. You're dating. And now I'm in a relationship. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations, by the way. I don't know why people congratulate people on relationships. Because this whole show is about the struggle of finding one. Yeah. That's are, true. And wait, I was Are you happy? Struggling. I'm super happy. Then congratulations. Okay. Thank you. The last time yeah. the listeners heard from you, you were very not in a relationship. That's true. You were in the abyss. How long ago was that? Two weeks ago. Okay. <laughs> what? No, I was very not in a relationship like seven weeks ago. Uh, and but, now, look at her. It can happen that fast. It can happen that fast. But that's what I mean. So I am, anyways, not about me. Let's talk about Emily. Okay, but then the question is for you. Are you in a relationship? Uh, you are dating. Are you in a relationship? <laughs> Mark asking the hard-hitting <laughs> questions over here. I am dating someone. Okay. And he makes me very happy. And it, this comes back to, wait, who was it? Nicole. So the guy that I am dating, wait, wait, no, I'm actually going to say something important okay, here. Good. So when I, so when I first met, when I first met, um, this guy that I'm dating. So last night when I was, oh, my brain is everywhere. So last night when I was doing the live, the live show on my, um, my, on my Instagram, I was talking about, you know, when you first meet someone, the first like date or the, the second date, you're never truly yourself until like the third or fourth date when you can be like, oh, okay, like I made it to the third date. Let me really like shed, you know, a couple of those layers and let me start being more of myself. So when I went on a date with this guy, I did not want to go on a date with him. I'm like, I don't think I see myself with him. I, you know, I don't think it's going to work out. So I asked him, uh, he asked me to go out for dinner. I was like, sure, let's go out for dinner at six because I didn't want to go for dinner later because I wanted to be in bed by like 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I ended up staying out with him until 1 a.m. Wow. Hmm. And we just were, we had so much in common. And it was just so nice to be in the presence of someone who genuinely just had interest in your life as, as you know, as, as a teacher, as a person, as like outside of Bachelor World. And, and so I had such a like really good connection with him. And then, you know, like we're still talking at this point. So anyways, that's what I was trying to, exp- I want to talk about that with Nicole 
I had a genuine connection with this guy. Sorry, so, Emily is her name. No, but when Nicole was talking oh, about like the Nicole. subway girl, okay. like he was he was calling me. He was texting me the next day. He was, mm-hmm. you know, like wishing me good night, making sure I got home okay. Like Clearly he was interested. he was giving me all the signs that he was interested. Now, Emily, if I was in the position where I was, you know, like single single, I would definitely go on a dating app. Cause that's what she was asking, right? Wait, yeah, that's what she she's asking. Put herself back out there. Should yeah. she throw it out there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why? Like, exactly. What would you, like? What is there to lose? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that I struggled with something very similar to Emily before. Funny enough, before going on the show, was I just didn't really open up to many people about my feelings and my emotions and all that kind of stuff, which I've I still struggle with, but I've gotten better at. So I understand. And I think the only advice that I can offer to Emily is the more that you attempt to do it and the more that you talk about the things that you feel or the things that have affected you positively or negatively, the easier it gets every time you do it. And the stronger connections you're going to build with whomever it is, whether it's a, a person you're dating casually, um, whether it's a, a potential boyfriend or whether it's just a regular friend. I think that the more you talk about those things, the more you open up, the easier it will become. Um, that's that's my advice that I have to give her. Yeah, I think the more people you meet, the better chance you are you're going to find somebody that you really like spending time with. No. But I, I think her hesitation was that she just is unable to open up about things. And that's what she stated in there, yeah? Yeah, which says I've been completely open to my friends and family, but don't know how to open up to people I don't know. Oh, yeah. I think, I mean, yeah, it's hard to like be vulnerable and, and you know, especially with someone that you don't know. But once you do it, I, I mean, I love being vulnerable. Sure. <laughs> But also, you take it one step at a time. You yeah. don't have to worry about that right now. Right now, you just worry about meeting somebody. You can worry about opening up to them as you come along. Now, Erica. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was just so, like, Mark has seen me through this entire progression of, like, meeting my boyfriend. I don't say that word much. Ooh. Meeting my boyfriend. And then I was I was so closed off to it for a couple weeks and was like, whatever. I'm just going to go on the dates. It's fine. It's fine. Um but it's like once you really get to know someone, that's when you can actually start to like open up and have the real conversations. And there was like this one date that we went on where I suddenly was ready to open up and I almost cried to him. Aww. And we both say that was the day that like things actually got serious. Mm-hmm. So I think it takes time and it's not immediate, but you should definitely put yourself out there because it actually works. So that's all. So there you go. She did it, you know, Bumble, eHarmony, they work. I mean, you Instagram, can find people. Uh, yeah. They can be frustrating. They can be, um, they can really suck a lot of your time if you let them, but they also can be very successful. So I, we're very happy, happy for sure. uh, I think there's definitely like a, uh, do you want to do one more email? I do have one more. Okay. This is for you, Dean. You said last week that you wouldn't date an 18-year-old and that really bothered the 18-year-olds in their audience. <laughs> Jen says... Uh, Dean mentioned he would not date a 19-year-old for certain reasons. What about someone who's going to be 21 is in college? Now, I think she's talking about herself, but she makes it more general. Is it the fact that they're still in school? Is it the fact that they can't go out and drink? Like, what is it about this age that bothers you? I've always been someone who dates older, but I'd always feel bad when my boyfriend would get up to go to work for the day, and I'd get up and go to a couple of classes. So my question is, for someone older, is being 20 going to be 21 an age issue? P.S. I love the fact that Vanessa and Jared have been in the studio lately. So that's a Aww. nice compliment I love it for too. Vanessa and Thanks, Jared. Jen. Dean? Uh, it's such a tricky question because... Obviously, you can't like generalize and say everyone that's 21 years old is too young to date exactly. as a 27-year-old. Of course, there are like certain circumstances where you're like, oh, you're a very unique 21-year-old that maybe... like I'm not mature. I'm, I act very immaturely 
just generally, like on a daily basis. We I all can we can all agree with that, I think. I always say guys <laughs> mature kicking and screaming yeah. eventually. But that's just like that's just my regular like Ben is the same way. Ben is a very mature, like stand up guy, but he acts very childish in so many ways. That's like his fun loving side mm-hmm. of him that we all adore so much. And I'd i I'm I feel like I'm somewhat the same way, maybe a little bit behind in certain areas though, because Ben obviously is um is great. But it's just it's it's hard to picture dating someone that isn't kind of that hasn't been able to experience life at that point yet because as a 21 year college student like when i look at myself when i was 21 and in college i such a shadow of myself like i couldn't even recognize him right now like we're such completely different people you know between the past six years from now till then and so for me to be interested in dating someone that's at that similar walk in life that i was back then it just doesn't even register to me like i have no interest in in that i guess if that makes sense Mm kind of I guess, but I also think that women are uh, mature much more quickly than men do. I mean, I've I dated women in college, and they were all just the same level as you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe a little bit, of course, elevated than I was for sure. But it's just it's still not something that I would be interested in now at this point in my life. You know, I can only speak from my experience. I was twenty six; she was eighteen, and we were right on the same level, so yeah. it worked for yeah. me. I think it was a different time, not to like date you or anything. You like can that, date you know? me; that's fine. <laughs> well, listen, my <laughs> ex changed quite a bit. My ex so. was ten years older than I was. Oh, okay. Yeah, and <laughs> I was way more mature than him. How old were you? I was 24. He was 34. And, and uh, We were like nine years apart, sorry. Okay, but, but you yeah. feel like you were more mature than he was at the time. Yeah, and, and he will still admit to that. He agrees. Yep. Something about yeah. guys, I'm telling you. When I, was, when I was 23, I went on a date with a 19-year-old, and it just was so evident, the age difference. Maybe that's just her, though. 19, and you were? 23. 22, 23. Yeah, but I think 19 versus 21, there's, a, there's, I mean, it's still, it's a couple of years, but I, I still again, feel like it's one, a significant amount of years. It was just one date and one person. Obviously, it's different from person to person, especially from relationship to relationship. I'm just speak, saying from my experience, I've never necessarily had uh, a reason or a desire to date someone at that I, age. I say you have to be open to it. Age is just a number. I've always been the person that said, oh, I want to date older. I want to date older. You know what? If if someone who's younger or my age or, you know, a little bit older, a little bit younger, like if we're on the same wavelength and the same path and we want the same things at the same time, I'm all for it. How old would you go? Well, let's talk about another subject. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that a bad question? <laughs> Interesting. That was pretty smooth on Vanessa's part. <laughs> how old? Okay. How about how young would you go? Would you date a younger man? Yes. No problem. How much I, younger? I'm, I think I'm more open to it now than I was before because it has not worked out for me when guys were older. You know, I was dating 30-year-olds, 35-year-olds, 36, 37. Never worked out. So I'm like, well, why don't I try something different? You know, if you if you keep on the same pattern, then of course you're going to have the same end result. So I'm open to saying like, hey, you're younger. I'm not going to pretend you're younger. I'm just going to forget about your age. And and I mean, I'm the same way too. Just... I would say like plus or minus five years. I could go down to 22. I say that and I don't necessarily fully agree with me saying it. I go up to 32, I guess. You know what I'm saying? It's like I agree that there is no expectation put on age when you're dating, I feel like. But someone that's 19, 20 years old, it's just for me, it just. If it, you click, you click. That's yeah. what I say. Certainly, of course. If you click, you mm-hmm. click. It doesn't matter the age. Probably better not, to not know the age until you get yes. the conversation well, going. Well, see how it's going. legal requirements that I think. <laughs> well, that's true. Sometimes. Um, one thing I did want to mention before we go, 
talking about saving money early. I do not have to buy lunch today because JetBlue sent us pizza. <gasps> yeah, some delicious pizza. I came pizza. in an hour earlier for that pizza. <laughs> Just saying. I because... came in five minutes late. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I didn't still enjoyed a few slices, actually. <laughs> New York pizza is its own deal. And you cannot get authentic New York pizza in Los Angeles. And so... Uh, JetBlue is doing an amazing thing. They are New York's hometown airline, and JetBlue knows no one does pizza like New York, and that's why they're flying their iconic taste of New York across the country to Los Angeles. They brought us Patsy's, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Patsy's which from is, East Harlem. Which is delicious. It was really great and really authentic New York pizza. It is the first ever coast-to-coast pizza delivery by an airline, Pie in the Sky, they're calling it, a limited-time program where JetBlue flies authentic New York pizza from Patsy's in East Harlem across the U.S. to select L.A. residents, and you have to go to JetBlue.pizza. How great is that? No way. Is the suffix pizza. The suffix is pizza. No. It is. Isn't that amazing? Punch it into your computer. It's... What a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> you get the, the www. That's in there. And then it's www.jetblue.pizza. This has been a personal fantasy of mine for many years to have pizza <laughs> delivered from out of state. And I like, for real. And then I saw it was coming today and I'm like, oh, baby, <laughs> knock another one off the bucket list. You should go buy Easton.pizza. That's what you should do. There you go. I don't spoil anything coming. Or but. like Domino's.pizza. There's probably, you could purchase some URLs here and start selling them, making money. I think there's a lot of dots that opened up recently. Dot coms. But you you're telling me Domino's isn't going to want Domino's.pizza in I think they're all going to want that. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to go home and buy it right now. Well, it's from May 9th to the 11th. What is today? <laughs> today is the 8th. Today is the 8th. So it's uh, this week. Wednesday through Friday of this week, JetBlue is going to satisfy cross-country cravings with a limited quantity of 350 New York pizzas available for purchase each of the three days, more than 1,000 pizzas in total. So thank you, JetBlue. That was delicious. Thank you. Oh, cheese. That was delicious. It was I do a pepperoni love, pizza. It was so good. I do love New York pizza. Mm-hmm. There is no L.A. pizza, really, is there? It's L.A. Tacos. LA is tacos. LA tacos. Yeah. But like there's Chicago pizza, there's New York uh, pizza. Sure. Well, no, LA like, like... A, no, it's like a like a not a margarita pizza, but there are oh, LA maybe. pizzas. Yeah. Like yeah, California yeah. Uh, Pizza Kitchen, they have like avocado on their pizza. Oh, no, 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 no. John and Vinny's? I don't know John and Vinny's. What? No, I don't know them either. Guys, I've only been here a year and I know John and Vinny's. Where is it? It's um I'm not good with streets, but it's in West Hollywood and it's like authentic Italian restaurant. Okay. Like uh, real Italian food. It's my favorite spot. I'm going to go to Olive Garden tonight. Or <laughs> when you're there, your family. <laughs> or or I'll just wait till tomorrow and get JetBlue to bring me a Patsy's pie because that sounds delicious two mm-hmm. days in a row. There you go. Um, this was a fun episode. Uh, there's a couple of things I want to mention before we get out of here. There has been a creation of a new Facebook group. Check it out. It's called Help I Suck at Dating to the Facebook group. Is that right? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a fun place, a fun forum to meet like-minded listeners. We can share topics and ideas. I, I'm not active on Facebook typically, but I do like to at least try to get on there and like, I'll be say, on there. say a couple things. Get on there. I, we have the Scrubbing In Facebook group, yeah. and now there's an almost famous fa- I'll be very active Well, and that's those. the thing, too. I saw Becca's has like 70,000. Um, We're over 10,000. Oh, my gosh. That's, seven, that's insane. And so I saw that, and I was like, this is a, this is a great thing and i was like i should probably make one and then like the next day you uh, made it no someone reached out to me on instagram and they're like hey um i'm part of the becca tilly's um scrubbing in facebook group can i make one for the help i suck at dating oh, and of course nice. i was naturally like yeah of course please that sounds awesome so um be sure to follow along on facebook if you have any questions or you just want to like talk with people that listen to the podcast as well it's a great place to do just that um there is one other thing we normally don't talk much bachelor on this podcast which we talk about our lives through Vanessa, me, and Jared, of course. But what we're going to do, it's going to be kind of fun. And I want actually to kind of gauge Vanessa's uh, <laughs> uh, idea of this. Have you ever heard of Batch Bracket? 
Yes. So what we're going to do is create a help I suck at dating batch bracket. Oh, great. A, a help I suck at dating group that everyone can sign up under the help I suck at dating group and then fill out a batch bracket um, that will, you know, it's, it's obviously just like a fantasy thing, like um, fantasy sports. For the Bachelorette? For the Bachelorette. Oh, yeah. for the new season coming up, yes. Becca season? Yes, for okay. Becca season. And so we're all, I'm going to make one. You're going to make one. We're going to convince Jared to make one. Mark and Easton, of course, we would love to have you make we're one in. as well. We'll see the damn thing. The, let's do the <laughs> damn thing. Um, and we're going to have a lot of listeners hopefully make one as well. And I think at the end of the season, whoever ends up getting first place, we're going to, to uh, give them some sort of special prize. Oh, I thought, oh, can maybe We would love to have in? them come, yeah, into, the come studio. into the studio. Oh, my, yeah. Imagine we could, I mean, we could probably fly them out to LA and get them into the studio for a, a, an episode. I will say, I, I don't know if you met, you. we met one of Becca's guys <laughs> at... The wedding on Saturday. And yeah. he was very nice. Very, very nice. Kind. Very nice gentleman. Um, and that's all we're going to say about yep. that. So anyway, so obviously Becca's season doesn't start for another, what, two or three weeks. So we have a little bit of time to set this up. But if you're listening and you want to join that Batch Bracket, go to www.batchbracket.com. Um, we're going to have a Help I Suck at Dating group made here pretty soon. And like I said, me, Vanessa, Easton, Mark, Jared. That's a lot of names to remember. Um, we're all going to make our own, and no cheating, no spoilers. Stay off reality, Steve. We are going to know who did that if you do it. Um, anyways, big thank you to Julian Clark from Evi Etiquette. Check out their new videos, and check out Vanessa on their DIY page <laughs> next week. May 18th. Uh, May 18th, yep. Thank you to Beachbody On Demand for giving me my hip-hop abs. Thank you to Sherry's Berries for the strawberry cheesecake pops that Vanessa's going to give me out of the bouquet that I buy her for Mother's Day. <laughs> Big thank you to JetBlue Pizza for putting food in our bellies today. Um, if you have any questions or you just want to email some stories that you have to to us to discuss on here, uh, please email them to isuckatdating at iheartmedia.com. Thank uh, you, Alexis Waters, for stopping by. Alexis Waters, Big yeah. Big ups to Hoop Nation, Alexis Waters. Maybe our most bleeped show ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will not be in studio next week. I'm going to be in Kentucky Deaners. on a rock climbing trip with my brother and his girlfriend. Vanessa's giving me a weird face. Kentucky, yes, I understand. The... I'm not giving you. I love Kentucky. And I've I, been to Kentucky. I love Christina. It's so. great. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm going to Red River Gorge with my brother and his girlfriend and five other friends to go rock climbing for seven days. That's so fun. Yes, it is fun. So stop giving me that weird look. No, so wait, I'm, I'm going to be swapping you, Jared, and you. So it's, it's gonna... me and you. Now it's going to be me and Jared. Got yep. it. Yep. Okay. Oh, great. Yep. But I see how this is really I know what you said earlier. And just because you and Jared are hanging out, I don't want you guys to develop feelings for each oh, other while God. I'm away. Oh, Get boy. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ooring at home. Um, anyways, Vanessa, is there anything you want to say before we part ways? Uh, no, that's uh, oh, actually, wait, I didn't want I did want to say thank you. I posted this on my um, my Instagram last night. My foundation, No Better You, we are selling T-shirts to um, a school in Montreal and all the proceeds are going directly to that school for their autism inclusion program. And we only have like larges left in the T-shirts. And I think there's like maybe 10 left. So awesome. if you guys want to buy, thank you so much for the support. Um, yeah, that was it. Check it out. No better you dot com dot org dot org. My apologies. Um, you still have to give me a shirt so I can post it on my I Instagram. I only have the extra small with me here, but I mean, Ooh. you're going to get those hip-hop abs, so... <laughs> extra small's coming your way, dude. Well, this is a fun episode. <laughs> thanks uh, thanks for listening. Thank you, Vanessa. Mark have a Easton, great trip, of course. Dean. Thank you very much. I'll see you in two weeks. Uh, you'll see Vanessa and Jared next week. Uh, be sure to tune in when maybe they'll suck a little bit less. <laughs> Follow Help! I Suck at Dating with Dean Unglert on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> 